Um, you hadn't saw it, you and me. Yeah, we just saw it. Uh, I thought it was, like, kind of interestingly faithful to the game in some weird ways. I kind of liked some of the weird additional things they ginned up to make it more of a story, like him being an adopted prince instead of, like, a legit son was kind of a neat little extra flourish, I guess. Right. Because you get, like, the other brothers and everything. Um, I thought Ben Kingsley was a little flat, which was kind of... Which one was Ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley is, like, the vizier guy. Okay. Like, I'm kind of used to him being a little more, like, energetic or something. He just seemed kind of bummed out. On the other hand, though, Alfred Molina, like, the guy I was talking about, uh, Dr. Octopus, as, like, the chic guy that's yep. way into ostriches. Yeah, that was... He was, he was... he was bringing it, like, the whole time. And he was in the movie way more than I thought he would be, so I was pretty psyched. Um, and, yeah, they do, do some good time-messing stuff. Uh, the one issue we did discuss was, like, they kind of almost doubt their audience's ability to understand time manipulation. So there's, right. like, there's a scene where Jake Hall like, first presses the button on the dagger and everything, like, undoes itself. And then he's just like, huh, that's really interesting. Apparently, if you press this button, it rewinds time, but only for the person who used it. And then you can, like, undo a mistake or something. How about that? And it's just like, yes, I understand that because I just saw it happen. Why did you need to spell that out in dialogue? Right. And they literally do it again, like, later. Yeah. Like, because they're going to be doing we, that a large-scale but... rewinding thing. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, like, it's just a big special effects filled action movie like the point of comparison i guess i brought up was it's way more entertaining than clash of the titans so if you saw that and thought it was anything you'll probably like this movie unless you're a horrible hypocrite or something i don't know what do you think i also enjoyed it um my my favorite part was so you know in um in the prince of persia games when you go into like a room the camera always Kind of zooms out and shows you where you need to go. Like swoops in on like key stuff. Yeah, like you should focus on this lever. Yeah. Um, I they actually kind of did that in the movie, but not in like a dumb way. Like not like a first person shooter Doom sequence kind of like game call out. It was just kind of incorporating. Like, are you that. like knocking kick ass or something? That that's not a video game, so it's fine. Doom straight up was Doom game stuff oh, for like okay, sorry. five minutes, I see what you're doing. and it was okay. just silly, but. Probably yeah, that's probably my favorite part. The one, my one issue was the font used in the game. In the movie? Yeah. Yeah, you movie. seem to take real exception. Actually, you're right. Like, all the font. Like, the title font was all weird and blocky, and then the regular font was, like, yellow and kind of... It's not just, so much the yellow, just... It's, a, it's, it's like just, Papyrus or whatever that font's called. Not papyrus? A good, not a, papyrus, something like that. Not a good font it's, for, like, anything. All right. But overall, like, just... I don't know, like, big entertaining movie, probably the best video game adaptation. Like, they've yeah. certainly put the most money and effort into it, and it's apparent. Yeah, like, there's they, some there's some dumb stuff in it, but it was it was overall, like, whatever. And they did some good call-outs, like, even some Assassin's Creed stuff, when he's, like, there up seemed, on yeah, the Yeah, there seems to be a lot of, like, and they're doing street like, chases, and yeah, there's a... Like, a bird's-eye view, or whatever it's called, I can't remember. Yeah, like camera standing. swoops around him as he's standing on, like, this wooden post thing, and then jumps off. Yeah. All tie your stuff. It was style. pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it has flaws, to be sure, but right. for a video game movie, this is new territory. Like, it's actually all right. I yeah. hope it does well at the box office, though, to some extent, because it costs $150 million. Right. Like, they sunk some serious money into this, so I don't know. But I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, uh, video games, that's that's what inspired it, and that's what we talk about here on the Top Down Perspective. <laughs> Smooth <laughs> like butter. Yeah. <laughs> Butter is May 29th. That's the day this is happening. How about that? How about that? Yeah. So, 
apparently John's joining us. Why don't Why don't you kick it off with uh, the video games you've been playing this past week? Well, of course, you'd start with me. Uh, yeah. <coughs> just a warning to anyone listening to me. I'm still pretty sick. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, but you're really always sick. So. Only played two games this week. I went back, and they were the same as last week. I okay. played a bunch of Pacross 3D. I've been getting through on that on my casual time. And then I've sunk a lot of time into Super Mario Galaxy 2. Okay. Currently Did you I get am, all the stars yet? Or? I'm 140 stars in. Whoa, wait. How many stars are in this game? Uh, over 240. Whoa. Whoa. I was just assuming I, 120. Like, there's no. 120 stars in it. And then well, then that's, that's how many is in the first half of the game. Oh, wow. All right. Do you get to play as Luigi and stuff? Yeah. Just going around? Yeah, same as Galaxy yeah. 1, but it's a little different. You get to pick pretty much play as Luigi when in certain levels, and then when you get to the end of the game, then you can play as him whenever you want. Okay, like, they discussed Luigi a bit on the Giant Bombcast, and I was just wondering, like, does he control differently? Can you tell? Like, does yeah, he, he feel yeah, different? Yeah, he slides around. He's got slippery shoes, and he jumps a lot higher. Okay, so he is actually controlling differently. Good to know. Yeah, it was uh, the same as in yeah. Galaxy 1. I, I never played as Luigi in Galaxy 1, because... You know, it required effort and time and stuff, and I wasn't into that, so... Clearly. But alright. So, Mario Galaxy 2, thumbs up? Definite. Definite thumbs up. Do you do you think it, it like, warrants the, like, best review score ever that it's getting? Well, it didn't get, yeah, it didn't get that now. Crazy. It's no longer, like, the highest rated game. Uh, Ocarina of Time took that back. Okay. Thanks to GameSpot, like, of all places. GameSpot? GameSpot like, knocked, game it, it knocked it down. They gave it a 9 out of 10. Oh. Or... What? They can do that? Or a 4.5 wow, out of 5, whatever. Uh, no, GameSpot scale is uh, 10, 10, and they divide it by 0.5s. I thought they were going all crazy because they gave it a 10. Like, there was, like, press releases, and everyone was angry at them for, like, why are you making such a big deal? But, all right. Interesting. We're, we're going to verify that, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm looking that up right now. So should I talk about the games I've been playing, then? Yeah, go into it. Sure. All right. Uh, I played a little bit more Midnight Club. That game's all right. But then ma- mainly I was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption, which I think is excellent. It's probably, I don't know, like it's a little early to sell maybe, but it's, yeah, it might be the best game Rockstar has ever made. Which... Yeah, uh, just following up. Uh, all right, all right. Um, GameSpot still has it at 10, so I don't know what you're talking about, John. GameSpot? It was a different publication. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's GameSpot, yeah. not GameSpy. Uh, game trailer. Oh, okay. Anyway. I'll look into it while you're Red Dead Redemption is really good. And uh, you should all play it. And Sean, you should buy it again. Why is it so good? Okay. Um, They basically take all the stuff I really enjoyed about, like, um, Grand Theft Auto. Like, just the open world and the missions and stuff. All right. It's better, though, in that your character isn't, like, the biggest hypocrite in the world. Like, I kind of felt there was almost two Nico Bellics. There's the one that appears in cutscenes and is all, like, remorseful and kind of bummed out that he has to kill people. And then there's whenever you're controlling him and he's just shooting people and yelling obscenities at them. And it was just like, yeah, this doesn't really fit with what's going on. In uh, Red Dead Redemption, they kind of make your character, like, sometimes he doesn't want to be there kind of doing what he's doing, and you can actually buy it. Like, he's almost just fighting for his life in some situations, and you're kind of working for people you don't really like. Like, there was actually a bit of a story turn that I just ran into that really made one of the game's villains pretty pretty excellent, because I totally just want to kill this guy right now. 
and it's like all I can think about. So some really good story progression in that game. Uh, the open world stuff, like they have a nice uh, kind of quick travel system in there for things not to get too tedious or whatever. Uh, the environment looks really great. I like how they incorporate all the challenges and stuff into like creatures you run into and everything. It's just excellent top to bottom in that regard. Um, and it also kind of throws in some of the Fable 2 stuff that I really like, like uh, your reputation and kind of you go into a town and people are like, oh man, you're so awesome, here's like 20 bucks because you're so cool. And you're just like, yeah, all right, thank you. And I don't know, good stuff like that. Um, I haven't seen the multiplayer side of it too, but I've heard that's pretty interesting. Um, I guess I had a few issues with some of the horse mechanics, like uh, when you hop on a new horse, you don't actually own it until you like go to a hitching post and press X. Oh, so I'd like, that. what? I didn't know that. I just because I got that one you get from one of the missions. Yeah, like stuck with that one. Like I captured like a sweet new horse, and then I'd like go to and trigger a cutscene, and then it would just disappear, and I'd get some crappy default horse again. So I was getting really frustrated. But then I finally, <laughs> and at one point I actually, like I was like, oh, a mule, isn't that funny? And I like rode around on a mule for like a minute, and then I hitched it up somewhere and like ran away, and then that was my default vehicle. And mules are, are like slow and stupid, and they can't carry anything. So right, yeah. But once, like, yeah, I guess the issue a lot of people have brought up is like the game kind of doesn't tell you all the stuff that's in it, and there's a lot of stuff in it. So once you kind of just walk around in it and figure out what's going on, like it's a pretty amazing game. I really like it. I guess people are complaining about weird glitches and stuff, too. I haven't run into many of those. Have you like, seen some of the glitches that people have been talking about? Like the mule lady and the dog carrying a gun? No. <laughs> I haven't heard I've, about the like, dog There's a bunch a of YouTube videos, apparently. I just haven't watched them. I don't know. I, I can't remember anything too janky happening. Like, once I shot a wolf and it, like, flew comically into the air, and I was like, that's just awesome. But beyond that, uh, no, I haven't. So wait... Mule lady, like it was two character models. It was a a, a lady's character model, but they had like a face of a mule, and you could ride the ride it like a super fast horse. Great, that's pretty broken. <laughs> there's there's a lot of Red Dead Redemption glitches if you look on YouTube. Like it's okay. It may be a fun game, but it's it's got a lot of bad problems. Well, they're amusing problems though. Yeah, so yeah, I'm exactly. Into it, I don't know. I I, I still I'm just having a fantastic time with it. But, um, yeah, that, that's about it. I'm going to play a lot more of that, and eventually I'm going to play that Prince of Persia game because you think it's pretty good, and I'm kind of feeling that whole universe right now. But what have you been playing, Sean? Um, so like I said last week, I was going to go back through Prince of Persia again, and I did end up doing that, and I got all the uh, sarcophaguses. Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi, sarcophagi yes. Kaffa. Sorry. Yes, all right. So... Um, Bonus items. Yeah, and it's, uh, that's basically the collectibles. And there's only 21 of those, and luckily if you collected them in the first run-through, they can count over, so I think I ended up having to go to like the 19th one. Oh. Uh, which was good. The funny thing with that is a lot of the... Uh, like, I've set it on easy, so I'd just fly through it, and I have all my upgrades, because that was the other achievement I was missing, getting all the upgrades, but I had all the ones that I'd gotten from the first game. Uh, my first run-through, I mean. And so basically every time I got to a group of enemies, I literally just rolled past them and just kept running up the walls away from them. So I didn't fight anyone or I'd get to the point where like, I'd be like, well, I still need experience for these upgrades. So I would basically run into the middle of them, do a giant whirlwind attack, kill uh, like most like 75% of them and then just run away. Oh, okay. That was the extent of like my fighting for the most part. Hmm. 
And yeah, that game's really easy for points, so I definitely recommend it because it's a it's not a bad game for points. But it's also like a fun time. Yeah, exactly. Like, would you recommend a purchase or a rental? Um, I'd probably say a rental just because of how quick I went through it. Then again, I wasn't really documenting how how much time I put into it. I just know that I was playing it quite a bit for the first two days. Oh, okay. Um, but there's not really too much to go back to, and since there's not a ton of collectibles, uh. You, you're not going to be there for a while. Like in Prince of Persia 08, it had like a hundred orbs to find. This one just has 21 sarcophagi. Yeah. Sarcophaguses, whatever. Something. Something like that. Um, so I'd probably say rental, but um, I don't know. I, I'm not regretting buying it okay. in any way. Uh, anything else? Uh, so I I picked up a Bit Trip Runner today, this morning. And that game is really good. Mm-hmm. It's now my number one ranked Bit Trip game. Okay. Um, so yeah, mainly it's hard. It gets really hard. I was doing pretty terrible right off the bat, so Which, yeah. Yeah, you just suck. I'm. Seriously. I have never been good at the bit trip game, so I'm. I'm free to. Yeah. Well, they're all different, true. so they don't translate. I'm bad at cannibal. No, I'm not bad at cannibal. I don't know. This game's weird. Um. So for those who don't know, it's it's like a. I don't even know what the genre you'd call those games. They're calling it like an action platformer or something, but it's like it's like a run. It's like a. A runner, a like side-scrolling a, it's like runner, a single-button side-scrolling game. runner. Yeah, I'd say single-button side-scroller maybe. But there's like there's some other moves in, in this there. one. There is, but for the most part, the genre. I guess so. Yeah. Running to the it's right, like non-stop. And... Yeah, it's like it's like Tamena Santa or something. Yeah, right. That's another one in there. Maybe even like um, Muscle March, but just not because it's not side-scrolling. Right, constant movement. But okay, it's it's a lot of music based stuff. Yeah, and it's really it's really fun. It's got a nice uh, look to it. And I definitely love all the different like sliding, kicking. I just unlock blocking, but sliding is definitely the best because you can slide forever. Yeah. Any and any psyched about sliding? Sli- slide just... slide forever. Slide to freedom. That's I, how I, I'm looking at. I it. keep thinking like that's part of the game, but you just coined that. And no, you're, yeah, you're into it because when right. you slide, he's literally having a great time. His arms are in the air. His his leg, one of his legs is kicked up. Yeah, and there's a sweet pitfall reference in there. Yeah, pretty nice. It's really good. Rainbows. Yeah, rainbows are fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that that game's really good. But like I said, it gets hard. One of the interesting things about it is when whenever you he you stop him from running in any way, like running into something or missing a jump. Um, it just basically whips you back to the beginning of that level, but yeah. it never stops the game. So I'm spending a lot more time than I'm con- than I'm thinking I'm playing that game because I'll just be like, oh, I can just go again. I'll just try one more time. It's already loaded, so I'll just keep going. Yeah. So they're like, oh man, there goes 15 minutes. Yeah. Because I just it's a constant movement, which that's really ingenious. But a lot of the times when you're doing like a boss mm-hmm. and there's no checkpoints, it gets frustrating. You're just like, come on, uh, there's 96 pieces of gold. Just let me start halfway through or something. Yeah, I kind of wish they threw like a midway checkpoint at some point. Or each time you hit a new music thing, I don't know. But that would right. be really easy. But right. <sighs> yeah. Um. So apart from that, most of my time this week was spent on Blur. All right. Um. And it's that's also another really good game. Another oh. hard one. Does it get really hard? It does. Ba- around um. I so you were playing a bit of the first tier stuff there's like you you there's like rivals kind of like mm-hmm. if you think back to need for speed most wanted when you have to fight certain people eventually it's kind of like that um the third person in i'm doing bad okay 
Like that game. How many dudes are there to take down? So it's basically the blacklist for most ones. Kind of. I want to say there's no more than ten. Okay. But I don't know for sure. I haven't really gone far down the list just because I've been focusing on what I've been doing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it ramps up quickly, mainly just because there's a lot of the time there's at least ten people on the track, if not twenty people. Yeah. And when they're all constantly hammering power-ups, power-ups everywhere, you can move really slowly through the track. And since what it's not... What was with like, the weird like electrical storm things that just happen like that, it would just be like obstacles or that was the on thing the track. that you were considering like the blue shell so one of the power-ups you'll get is a blue lightning bolt and oh that launches, so just peppers the track around lo- first place with with bombs, three basically. yeah with three lightning columns so okay. then they have to swerve around them oh okay that's what that means so it's very mario kart-esque in how it's like like you have power-ups and you're driving so i guess people are or I guess it's 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 its own game is saying it's like Mario Kart. Yeah, the marketing is like basically pushing that. Notion. And it's really good. Um, I wouldn't say there's like so much like a rubber banding going on with the AI. Just mainly the fact that if you get hit, it slows you down significantly before you get back to speed. And you can so you can still fast. run into the Mario Kart thing where you're doing awesome, and then a blue shell basically hits you, and you end up in third place. And right. You yeah. throw your controller and run. Yeah, away. like I got to a few times in those harder ones where I was like somehow made it all the way up to 5th, got hit 14th. <laughs> Fun. And it's the worst. I, I don't know how I was feeling about the car handling. Like, it just seemed a little slippery. Especially drifting. Like, it's just like, I'm just trying to drive around this corner, and your car just, like, spins out. Right. I don't I don't know what they're kind of really doing as far as, like, differentiating it between an arcade and a simulation game. Because the turning, you can't just, like, full throttle it in there. You need to slow down. Yeah, which, which, isn't, which that's is not weird. how I do Mario Kart at all. Exactly. So it's just like, what's going on? You got you got Project Gotham in my Mario Kart. So And I haven't figured out the turning myself exactly yet. Most of the time, I'm either going too slow or I'm turning my car enough so that I'm slamming into the opposite wall mm-hmm. on the side and then beginning to drive again. Huh. Well, this is made by know. the Project Gotham guys, so... I know, that's why I said that. Right. But, um... And you had the music off, which is weird. Yeah, it, it just defaults, defaults to off. Yeah. And those guys can make some pretty decent in-house soundtracks, so I don't know why they well, do that. However, what I've been hearing from the reviews, like I can't say now because I just turned the music on, is the music gets repetitive. Maybe. That might happen. But... Alright. I guess I'll have to, I will be spending more time with it, so... I'm looking forward to, like, having an online rival, so you should get it. I just don't know if I want to get it now. Like, I don't know. I like I I I really want to play Split Second, so that's a different racing breed altogether. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. Uh. So that's all I've been playing. All right. Um. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll kick off with some news now. Uh. Keep in mind it's going to be a bit of a slow news period for the couple weeks building up to E3 because everyone's kind of saving the big stuff. Uh, so, I don't know. There are a few little things here. Like, I guess, uh, one of the things leading up to E3 that Microsoft has already announced is that, uh, Project Natal is, in fact, not going to be the product name, which I guess I just assumed they were going to just stick with it at this point because it's been around for so long. Wait, they've actually confirmed that it's just a code name? Yeah, Yeah. they're basically said, like, we're going to drop all the full details and the real name at E3, which I find somewhat baffling because at this point it's like what six months before that thing's supposed to come out. Well, it's and kind of the same with the, the Sony motion controller. They called it like Arc for a while, and then it switched to Move. 
Yeah. I was just calling it the Sony motion controller, because I thought that's all they were calling it. But Yeah, Arc. I think Ark was just a rumored yeah. real name. Like, the one thing I kind of reminds me of is, like, everyone got super used to Revolution back when Nintendo was doing stuff. But then at least they announced that it was going to be called the Wii, like, a year before it happened or whatever. Like, it was a long time. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. I feel Microsoft may have, maybe should have done that. Well, with this, the supposed rumors as well that it's going to be about 150 bucks, doesn't that kind of seem like Microsoft might be shooting themselves in the foot again like they did with the HD DVD drive? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Natal. Like, other than Peter Molyneux being super psyched about it, like, and weird breakout games with Milo. motion. Milo yeah, is going to be so creepy. Milo's just going to be the butt of, like, internet jokes for a while. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, even the demos were getting some pretty good internet joking around for a bit there. I don't know. For, hun- for 150 bucks, I'm not I'm not going to buy it for a bit. Really? No. Like you're you're going gonna... to spend 150 on... On weird cameras and stuff. Something that I know you I don't honestly, want. I honestly want to see like how well it works and how interesting and useful it is. Like that, I've I've seen that video of like the the promotional video of all the stuff it could do. Like I'm gonna hold up my skateboard and it scans it. Now I'm playing with my skateboard in the game. Isn't this awesome? And you just walk into your room and there's like some kung fu master on your screen. And you're just <laughs> like, hey, welcome back. Let's fight. And then it's just that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work at all. Like, I was just imagining someone should like recut that trailer to have, like, 30-second pauses between everyone, like, initiating something and then it actually <laughs> happening. Because you know there's going to be a load time. It's not just going to be like, I'm going to grab this dress and then put it on myself. Perfect. This is awesome. I'm going to the party. Like, it's not going to be like that. I, I'm i pessimistic. And no, I'm not going to pay more money for it. And unless they come up with, like, a slick name that totally negates... Like, I, I don't like the name Natal, really. Like, I, I found it kind of creepy from the first day. I don't know how you guys feel. Well, what name would you prefer for it, then? What do you think they might try to switch it to? Oh, man. Because they can't, they clearly can't use the move. Space camera. Space camera? The the Microsoft face camera. Space camera. Oh, space camera. How how would, what if it was just like a normal name, like Doug? Just Doug? Microsoft's Doug. Microsoft Doug. No, no, Microsoft's Doug, like plural. Okay. Not plural, like uh, possessive. Why would Doug be the name of your camera device? I'm, I'm just saying, is that better? It goes well with Microsoft Sam. Is it better than Natal? Okay, yeah, that's my question. Uh, no. No, you prefer Natal over Microsoft's Doug? At least it sounds like weird and creepy and futury, kind of. And you're saying Doug isn't? Doug, Doug sounds doesn't sound like future or anything at all. What does Doug sound like? Sounds like some kind of middle-aged dude. He's wearing like a white shirt. I don't know why he's wearing a white shirt, but he is. <laughs> All right. It's great. got some stains. Anyway. Lovely. So, yeah, wow. more details on that to come. Uh, any final thoughts on yeah, name they, changes? They are cutting it close to the release date, that's for sure, which is weird. And they've put so much promotion into it being Natal. Yeah, like it showed up on, uh, oh, who was it? Jimmy Fallon yeah. as Project Natal. So, like, a bunch of people have seen it as that. And then they're just like, no, 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 it's not called that. It's actually called something. Can you think of a clever other one? Doug, we got. I think space just, I think it should just. Be it's gonna be called like the motion. Camera. The motion. How about yeah. Microsoft presents how the about, motion? How about move? It'll be it'll be called the no, three six. No, that one's taken. <laughs> how, how, huh. about, how about move or we? Three sixty cam. Vision the, cam. The vision Rotation. Cam. Oh, Okay. That'd be great if it just kept vision camera. Like, yeah, you know, the three sixty like, vision two or something. 
Or did, well, like, how many people know that it's called the Vision Camera? Vision's an okay name, right? Vision. Vision sees seeing cameras. Looksley. It just works. Right. Looksley's lineup. There we go. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, um, I guess moving on to, like, uh, just semi-depressing, in theory, movie news. Like, there's going to be a Mass Effect movie, and that's more or less confirmed now because they have a screenwriter and everything. Although... Other projects have been this far in development as well, but for some reason this one might happen. Your thoughts? I don't find it depressing. I really like the mythology of Mass Effect. That's the thing, though. I like the mythology of Mass Effect. I don't want them to make like just a movie that re- retells like the first game story or anything. Like I'm fine if it's like a novel or whatever, and it builds out the Mass Effect universe a little more. How but... would how would you feel if they kept the characters? Like the like, like shepherd though, like it's I don't know at that point because then you're kind of taking away from the game stories because they're all about Commander Shepard and Commander Shepard is in theory you because it's customizable. I don't I hate default right. Shepard. Okay, that makes sense because they're the whole thing is to make Shepard act how you would. Yeah, everyone likes their own Shepard. People can't. Yeah, like I've grown pretty attached to my Shepard, and I don't want to see like Matthew Fox or something. I just threw that out there doing his own thing. Actually, he'd be a great. Shepard. He looks a lot like standard Shepard. I know, right? How about that? That's his next project. I'd be into that, actually, now that I say it out loud. So, yeah, alright. Mass Effect movie, great idea. Everyone on board? Jack Shepard. Oh, man. Whoa. Right? What? Oh, man. They they would have to do it so they never say his first name the entire movie until right at the end. Right, they just call him Shepard. Jack Shepard. And then you find out his first name is actually Shepard as well, so he's Shepard Shepard. It's almost to the point, like, I've been thinking of Matthew Fox in relation to that this whole time, and then it's like, did they just, like, Lost a lot and then made Mass Effect and made the characters name that? Because I get, maybe. I customize it, though, so I don't see that. But anyway. Uh, Mass Effect movie. So what do you think? Do you think it should just retell the first movie, like, the first game, or should it just be part of the Mass Effect universe and have the same aliens and creatures and locations and stuff? And Keith David, of course. I'd be I'd be okay if it retold the games. I guess. However, I if they're if they're gonna not do the same characters, then obviously they can't. But one thing I would really like them to do is to not like to keep the whole like not telling what happened to Earth, because I really like the fact that they haven't done that in Mass Effect yet. Yeah, like you do go to Earth's moon in the first game, and there's some discussion of Earth in the second game, a bit, but right. Uh, I guess just, like, the last bit of, like, confirmed detail is the screenwriter they have is Mark Pro- Protosevic, um, who you, you remember from uh, The Cell. I do. Yep, that that serial killer movie, Jennifer Lopez, and, uh, you know, that other guy? Vincent, uh, Vince Vaughn? Clearly. No. All right. It's visually pretty good. The story's kind of bad, though, so that makes me a little concerned. Also, I Am Legend, which I know you've seen. I have seen that one. How do you feel about that? Like, I've heard the alternate ending is actually way better. Like, the the movie ending? Yeah, like, the one I saw in theaters was kind of... Oh, I don't know okay. what the book's ending was. Uh, no, there's a alternate movie cut, but don't worry oh. about it. But yeah, so he wrote that, and uh, the upcoming Thor movie, apparently, is also him. So, okay. he's got some cred. So, he he, he may well be doing that. Uh, any final thoughts on Mass Effect film adaptations? I'm, I like Mass Effect, the universe enough, so I, I I'd see it. I'd see it. And if they put enough money into it, maybe it'd be good. I don't know. 
John, thoughts? Uh, I haven't really gotten oh, into the Mass Effect games, so I don't really have much thought into that, but it would be cool to see like a new sci-fi franchise that is not Avatar actually be popular. Because it already has a predetermined yes. fan base. Yeah, it does, actually. And I've been considering buying the books and everything, too. See, like you're you're you're, you're getting drawn into it, so you kind of secretly want there to be a movie for it. I'm just you're right. Fine, I do secretly want there to be a movie for it. I just want it to be really good and not like depressing. But now that you know Prince of Persia is there, and it's like, hey, video game movies don't have to be total garbage. I'm kind of worried that if Prince of Persia does good, are there is just everything going to get a movie, and it's then we're going to see the real garbage. Well, there's already like a Kane and Lynch movie on the way. No, but I'm just saying, like, people, like, that shouldn't hit make movies too. are literally like, you know what? Prince of Persia did it. We could probably do it. Just, I just hope, like, even if they do, I hope it's at least the thing where they put money and talent into it and keep Uwe Boll away from it. Because I think he's really the one person that you can point at to be the one responsible for ruining. The... At least he's, he's trying. He's not trying. He's making no, a bunch of them. No one else was doing it. Yeah. Did you but... watch Far Cry? It actually wasn't that bad. In I've comparison heard to everything one. else he's made. I've heard that. I've heard it's his best movie ever that he's ever achieved. The best, and the I best of the worst. Picking it up. Great. All right. Well, fine. You're right. I'm, I'm just skeptical. But okay. I guess the one big uh, gaming-related, like directly gaming-related news that happened is uh, Insomniac Games, uh, best known for Resistance and Ratchet and & Clank, uh, signed a deal with EA Partners to make a game that'll appear on the 360, which is the first time they'll be doing that. Your thoughts? Oh my god! Oh Dude. man! Are you guys upset? No. Upset. All that, you know, just betraying Sony. Why would I care? Exactly. <laughs> Alright. No, no, just like... I, like... This kind of reminds... no. This is just this is good stuff. This, this is like the Devil May Cry. Yeah, I was gonna say this reminds me of like all the surveys going out for Devil May Cry going to 360. Like all the Keep petitions, it. you mean? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's just like how could they do this to us? They're betraying us. I don't think I haven't seen that reaction happening yet. So I hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully people have grown up and they realize multi-platform is a good thing. But I don't know. They make pretty good games. I never did play the most recent Ratchet games. Although I heard Kraken Time was really good. Oh, right. I rented it, like, the day of the PS3 clock issue. So I didn't end up playing it. That's pretty funny. Yeah. It, um, it was good times. Yeah, no, it, it really doesn't affect me. More games for achievements. Yeah. So that's good. But, yeah, this... It's kind of weird that it's... I don't understand how people get all up in arms about... Does it seem to be kind of like a trend or something, though? Because, like, Bungie did a similar thing a little while ago. Like, they're doing multi-platform stuff. Well, it's a good way uh, to make more money, plain and simple. Like, there's no money in big exclusives anymore? No, there there is money in big exclusives, it's just there's more money in multi-platform. Right. I just, I don't really understand why you wouldn't want to go multi-platform. That's... At well, some point. Like, it, it depends on the company, too. Like, Rockstar is probably the best example of this. Look at all the GTA exclusivity licenses for the Grand Theft Auto 3 series, essentially. Like, yeah. Re- remember like the whole thing, like, Sony paid for years, and then they finally went on the Xbox? Right. Like, they released that trilogy pack, and that was the first time 3 appeared on the original Xbox and stuff. I guess it was on PC, though. 
pretty yeah, shortly that was after. that was after the, the exclusive went out. It went right. PS2, PC, and then 360 or or I guess Xbox. I think at the same time. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Is the only like <laughs> main reason you would want to go exclusive is that's kind of a guarantee to have the money, as opposed to I'm going to go multi-platform. And oh, I'm you assuming... mean like guaranteed development money or whatever? Like you have like a backer that's there, like Microsoft or Sony, and well, you're guaranteed yeah, to be able to like, ship so a like game. If I'm making it for the PS2. Sony is going to make sure that they give me this much money, whereas if I do multi-platform, I'm kind of just working with sales. I didn't. Well, Rockstar did announce that one game, Agent, that was apparently going to be PS3 exclusive. I'm wondering if we'll hear more about that at E3, too. I don't even know what game this is. They literally just threw up a logo, and it just said Agent. Oh. And it was like, Sony's very proud to announce this exclusive deal. So, like, people are still trying for that, but... Yeah, multi-platform makes sense. And to be clear, it's not going to be Resistance or Ratchet appearing on 360. It's some new thing. Right, those are sticking to the PS3. Yeah, those are still, like, Sony-owned or whatever, so that's how it's going to be. But yeah, um, really, that's... that's Any final thoughts on that one? Not, not, not too much, I guess. Multi-platform's always good, but just because I like achievements, so... Right. I'm, I'm glad to see it happen. Out. I'm just wondering, like, how the Sony fanboys are going to react in the long run. Hmm. I don't. I don't understand any of the betrayals of. Like, you're really well, just like being dedicated entirely to one console. Well, that, like I said, the fanboy thing. It's usually the fanboys who get angry, and like the 360 guys don't care. They're happy to see something come from another company. And uh, general gamers don't care because it, they can choose which system they want it on now. The only thing that really yeah. hurts is Sony gets hurt because now they have one less exclusive reason for people to buy a PS3, and the fanboys get hurt because they get to see that one of their core companies that's been with them for years get tainted by, you know, the red ring. Oh, whatever. I guess so. Um, Alright, I guess there's one more kind of uh, rumor-type deal building up to E3. Like, they recently released a Rock Band Green Day uh, demo. And in that demo, there's kind of a little tease for Rock Band 3, and it includes a keyboard icon in the regular lineup of instruments. Right, because they have their icons for the guitar, vocals, drums, and bass already. Yeah, so then there's a new one there, and everyone was like, oh, crazy, there's going to be some sort of weird new controller or something? Yeah, because it looks like the keys of a piano. And everyone's thinking, like, a a keytar? Yeah, people People are thinking thinking a keytar. Which, I'm I'm into that. Because it's different, right? Yeah, like, like ba- yeah, it's different. Like I, I was literally I, having this conversation like earlier this week when uh, the Lost music was released. Yeah, there's and, a couple songs from. And the I was, show I was asked, like, "Are you gonna get it?" And I was like, "No, I'm totally not interested in rhythm games anymore, really." Like the, that manner of like, I'm just, like I'm note done. charts and everything. Like it's just kind of the same. DJ Hero's fine, and I'm I am looking forward to DJ Hero two because I'm not like burned out on it. Burned out on that one, but just. Like, the band ones, I'm totally... And since I'm, I'm so mainly into the guitar side of it, like, I've been playing games like that for five years since, like, the first Guitar Hero came out. And at this point, yeah, it's just like, all right, I don't really... Like, literally, like, I'm not I'm not looking forward to Rock Band 3. Well, and... even with this uh, additional, like, I'm just hoping this adds, like, uh, more variety to the kind of music they consider putting in the right. game. Right, but there's also the fact that everything I've heard from Rock Band 3 doesn't sound like anything I'm interested in. Like, literally trying to, making you learn how to play the guitar, I, I don't want that. I'm playing a video game. If I wanted to learn the guitar, I would go learn the guitar. 
But I don't. There's enough people out there who kind of know how to play guitar. Right. So and they're already bugging me. No, no offense, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> screw you guys. Sorry, but uh, no. Like so, like I'm not really looking forward to Rock Band Three. I'll probably play it because they seem to upgrade the each time, and like whatever Guitar Hero does, I never care about. Yeah. In the least bit. But. <sighs> Yeah, maybe the keytar would be kind of cool, just because it's something different. And like I guess, entire freeze pop. I albums. guess like the drums, that could also translate to music if you're into that. I suppose, although people don't seem to respect keytars anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, which is wrong because oh yeah, keytars are great. Yeah, freeze pop's pretty awesome. Have you seen them? Yep. Yeah, they're great. Yep. Uh, John, your thoughts on how the keyboard controller could make or break? The rhythm game genre? It's not going to be a major change. People are going to be like, oh, hey, a guitar, that's pretty cool. But there's, like, not many people who use it. But then they'll have, like, some uh-huh. option where, it, like, little legs pop out, and then you play it as a normal piano in a song. And then people will be like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's what, that's what I'm yeah, calling. It's going to be a guitar that can be switched into a normal piano. So you can just set it down on a table, and then you'd be playing... Not even, set it, on, not even set it down on a table. Like, it'll probably have, like, a little mini it's legs or something you can screw in or, like, fold out. Yeah, kind of like the you, DJ Hero table that I have. Right. Yeah, Are but you it's saying that, like, if you didn't want to play it around like your around your neck and on the side or on the table, that if I like pulled it apart, it would switch to an accordion. I know I am not Weird saying Al that album. at all, but apparently you, are. <laughs> dude. Weird Al albums could then finally come out, and I'd be way into that. <laughs> Sold. Like they just put the accordion inside it, so it splits apart, right? Play it on the side. It's just, it's have, just a multi tool. That's actually what they're getting at. That's it's what they're getting a, at. It's just it's an accordion. An accordion, accordion. Everyone's like, actually. oh, keytar. No, dude, come on. Accordion time. Polka jams. It's coming out. <laughs> it's going to be great. Germany's going to go crazy. Oktoberfest? Anyway. I can't wait. <laughs> no, but uh, th- this is all kind of still. Well, like it, it's confirmed there's going to be something new. We don't know exactly the nature of it. Again, we'll find out more in a couple weeks. Um, unless someone leaks it early, because a lot of people already know. They're just not allowed to talk about it. Embargoes. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it does something different that makes me interested in rhythm games again. Like like regular old rhythm games? Play some rock music? Not not just that, because like... Because DJ here is a rhythm game. Like, right, you know, I'm interested I'm in that. that. But yeah, oh, so you, sorry, you're saying... Like that brand. You're, you're hoping... Older game. This game makes me. It reinvigorates in rock games. Rock band. Oh, I thought you were saying like you wanted. Did you play Beatles? I did. I, I went through the campaign and I was like done. Okay. Completely done. Like, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I haven't played it in a while, and I only got one of the downloadable albums. And like, don't get me. I'm like, I played a ton of rock band. I did the endless set list on both of the first two. On the first two, I did it twice on the second one. There you go. I've yet to do that on. I don't. Of them. I don't recommend doing that ever. Like, did you get the Iron Bladder achievement? Yeah. Wow. Did you have a bunch of people? That I had, were... There was three of us. All right. I've been trying to con someone into doing it, but no one is up for it ever. Like, only... It's like, hey, do you want to start? Dude, that's like eight hours. I'm not going to do it. All right. The only way you'll ever get someone is if they haven't done it yet. Because no one who's done it would ever want to do it again. It's not. Yeah, I've done that three and a half times. All right. So, yeah, you're you're tired of it. Bones, if you could do that again with a guitar? Nah, whatever. Alright. I guess we'll we'll move on to emails. Email. Okay, so I got the emails up, so I'll, I'll read them off. Alright, cool. All right. Take it. First one, Mike J. 
All right. Best slash worst first-person shooter game you've ever played. I'm going to stick with John first. <laughs> All right. I just have to think about this. Uh, best Team Fortress 2. Oh. All right. Okay. I liked it on the 360. What? All right. I I was thinking like single player campaigns because multiplayer hey, like first poop. person shooter. Yeah, I, do I, I understand. Do like that? that is a thing Kate, that people could do in so the first you're a person character perspective, and it's from the first person. So perspective, it's like gun, and you have to shoot. I understand. I just I I hadn't even entered multiplayer into the equation because uh, I was just thinking of like Bioshock and Half Life and stuff. Um, man. Uh, Let's go wow. with worst because you've played a bad a bunch of terrible games. Bad yeah. first person shooters. I'm trying to Road think Warrior? of bad first person shooters and oh, none that I've wow. actually played. Darkest of days. Really... Okay, <laughs> Rogue Warrior is terrible. That's a terrible game. Uh, Darkest of days also. Bad, oh, but like Shell Shock Two. Thank you for reminding me of Rebellion. Okay, is that first person? That is first person. It is, and I have wow. played Shell Shock Two. Is it really bad? That yeah, is really bad. Really it is really bad. I'll put that as my worst one. Yeah. So basically, Rebellion games because I heard that Alien game was really bad too. Those guys, man. It's amazing they're still a thing. But yeah. Well, they're supposedly um, working on a sequel. To Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. Or, to, or, or to Shell Shock 3. I hope or not. Warrior 2. But yeah, Alien vs. Predator is supposedly going to get a sequel. Song. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, definitely not those. Darkest of Days, though, amusing, entertaining game. Because like, the premise is so stupid and funny. Like it's, I think it's a comedy. I don't know. It's, it's alright. <laughs> I kind of want to play it some more. Like, there's a part where you just have, like, this crazy, like, rocket launcher, and you're just fighting, like, Civil War guys, and it's so dumb. Right. Um, and not not you? my best, What's though. your best? Ah, man, I'm just going to say, like, oh, I can't even commit to that, because I can't... Half-Life 2? I was going to say Half-Life 2 as well. Because I really like Half-Life 2, and I've ended up playing through it, like, several times. I've played through it once. And, like, can we include the episodes as just part of Half-Life 2? Like, the yeah, so I game, like they the game, universe? There's any game changes in the other game. Not really. Like, it's the same. They're just cool levels and different okay. powers and things. I was going to say that as Yeah, well, episodes 1 and 2 were pretty good, too. Mo- mo- see, the issue with me is most of my shooters are third person that I really enjoy. Oh, man. But then do you get into, like, weird territory? Like, is Oblivion a first person shooter? Because you're shooting arrows and it's first person. I'd say it's more of a first person no. adventure. Okay, fine. Um, oh wait, Borderlands. That's my first. That's my favorite. Okay, I'm not gonna go to that because I thought the story was terrible. I don't care. All right. Um. So yeah, we'll just we'll just stick with that. Half Half Life Two. That game's pretty awesome. John, what's your best? Portal's also great. My best. Orange what? Box. There. Orange Box. Oh, then sorry, I, then it counts said, uh... as all of them because then it's like Team Fortress and all that. Orange Box is the best first person shooter. Yeah, actually, if we're gonna do that, then I'd agree with Nathan. I guess that is a retail game. Yeah, it's and a I thing guess, you can buy. Yeah, because that's five games. Five games. Maybe I would have to stick. And with now that. it's like ten dollars. It's crazy. That, that's per each one. No, no, that's like that's when it came out. The like, orange box now is about ten bucks. Yeah, like on your PC. Yeah, yes. I bought it again on PC. Why? Because I was just like, what? It was literally one of those like I'm losing money not buying it things <laughs> because it's like two dollars per game. Maybe I can download some portal levels. I don't know. And then I just bought it. And I mean, also, like a couple weeks ago alone, they were offering actually for free, at. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Anyways, so his next question: What first-person shooter games do you guys play the most? So John's is Team Fortress Two. Okay. No, actually. 
What? What? What is it? Counter Strike. What, what first person yeah, you played the most was Perfect Dark. Really? Like the original, not not Zero, the original. He didn't say do we like played the most. He says do you guys play the most? Oh, I wonder if he means well, like right now. If he means now, then I guess you could count. You would say Team Fortress Two, but I've played that very little in comparison. Oh, okay. Okay. Like just tons of like split screen. Technically, I've played more Halo Three than I have Team Fortress Two. Oh wow. Okay. All right. My mistake for jumping that gun. Okay. Speaking of gun. Oh boy. Yes, first person games. Are you? Is that your way of pitching it to me somehow? No. Oh no. All right. Um. Just a bad joke. Like I played a bunch of Counter Strike back in the day. Source. Way to go. Yep. Just uh, put that Midnight Brown mixtape on. Boom. Just run around. Deagle. Noob Cannon. You Great. know what I'm talking about. No idea what you're talking All about. Alright. I do, um, and it's depressing. Yeah, that was a good game. I played a lot of that. But uh, currently, um, not much, really. Like, I can't... I don't play multiplayer regularly on any of them. I've, I've tried playing some Modern Warfare 2, but the people that play that are the worst people. You're not wrong. Yep. Uh, I was kind of enjoying the Halo Reach beta, and I may end up actually getting that game because I found it pretty pretty entertaining. So maybe, like, just Halo in general is kind of my multiplayer first-person shooter mix. Yeah. I enjoy The majority those. of my multiplayer is third-person shooters, like I was saying. Like Gears, like and, Gears stuff, yeah. and stuff. Um, the, it would probably be Team Fortress 2 on the 360 because I played a lot of that when it first came out. All right. And then once I got all the achievements, it just stopped. So mm-hmm. I guess... First-person shooter-wise, yeah, we, we're going with Team Fortress 2. And I'm going to go with the Halo franchise. All right. Um, so, oh, okay, this is kind of like like the third question. First like person, a tag-on. Like, what's our like favorite first-person shooter game? What? Um, we already... That was yeah, the first part. His, it, the first one was actually like what well, we thought that was the best one. Oh. That we played. I'm... That's yeah. kind of and the then, same. Okay, and then the fourth one was uh, is it what's our favorite first-person shooter franchise series? Uh, in terms of multiplayer, I'm gonna say Halo. In terms of like for single-player, I'm gonna say Half-Life. And I guess for me, um, like franchise. Oh, see, I don't really like Halo. Okay, I just like like it's slower paced than like Unreal. It's kind um, of floaty. I guess Team Fortress is a two is a sequel, and I didn't play the first one. Okay, but I did like the second one. So maybe that one. All right. Oh. What? What? That's kind of weird. I guess I don't really have a favorite one in any regard. Oh, and I guess I really dug Far Cry Two, like I was talking about it earlier, like in like past podcasts. Um. That's also a solid contender for just unique, interesting first-person experiences. Um, yeah, they come out with Borderlands Two. That one wins. The Border Worlds, you mean? Yeah, Border Worlds. I'm into that, like planet hopping in that game. That would be kind of cool, right? Like you're 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 on Pandora, which I can't get past that. That is the name of that planet now in light of Avatar. But um, yeah, so, so you're so you're playing on that planet, and then you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to this other planet. It's like a jungle. Can you imagine a jungle in Borderlands? Yeah. Are you into it? Actually, no. Everything's supposed to be dead. 
I least in Pandora. On Pandora. I'm right. saying you planet hop. So you go to, like, an Endor clone, and then you go to an ice planet, then you go to Fire World. Well, there was already, like, ice areas in Pandora. Oh, yeah. Right. I guess, like, Volcano World. Volcano World. Darkness World. Where it's flashlight and stuff, and you're going through tunnels? I'd be into that. So, Post-apocalyptic yeah, world. You gotta take the flashlight. There's, like, some sort of big future city. You gotta shine the flashlight at the Taken. Yeah, and then you can shoot them. And then you can shoot them. But not before. No. Yeah, and you, you don't can, even, there's flares, though, too. You don't even need to shoot the objects. You just That's just a light work. Wait, had I beaten Alan Wake last podcast? You hadn't played it. Okay, I beat that. No, I played it. No. I discussed some of it. Really? That all happened in this time? Well, whatever. Just, like, a little callback to that. Yeah, I, I finished that. How did you like that? It It was all right. It wasn't. It kind of dragged a little bit at the end. Oh, really? Maybe. How but... did you feel about this? Like all the shooting you had to do. Uh, for the most part, I thought it was pretty solid. Like, there's some good style to it. Um, maybe it gets a little repetitive, and like the kind of taking you're taking on are pretty much the same. I hate the. Fast and then they ones. start throwing in like poltergeist and stuff. Poltergeist is the worst, and I hate the fast taken. The ones that just kind of like you turn around, you're like, oh. No, the ones that like. Oh the oh the no, those are ones? so annoying. Like yeah, the ones that are basically like super speedy and you can't really right. like drain I mean, them. I got to this one part. They're where not hard. They're it, just annoying. I got to this one part where he ran into an electrical cable. Did you come to that? Like at the all? Taken. Yeah, like one of the speedy ones. Like I was wondering if that was oh. like a scripted thing or not. Uh yeah, I think that happened. Yeah, that happened for me too. In, like, it was a scripted four? thing. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it's a scripted thing. Okay. Yeah, that also happened. That was kind of funny. It was kind of, yeah, you're like, oh, dude, is it, oh. <laughs> like, he was moving so fast that I couldn't hit him once, and then all of a sudden he just runs. He just dies table. himself, and you're like, oh, now I have to be careful for those electric wires, apparently. That rock and roll part. That rock and roll part was really awesome. It's really good. I do recommend playing Alan Wake, uh, but play Red Dead first, because it's better. Just saying. If you like open world games, I guess. Yeah. I have to preface that, because that's, that's what, what's your issue with open world games? Like, is it just the travel time kind of bums you out? No, cause, well, yeah, for sure, because I'm always, like... Um, quick traveling? Quick traveling. See, like, the, that's always. that's where you and I differ, I guess, because in Just Cause 2, like, you were using the helicopter pickup thing all the time. I used that once. I, I like flying planes and whatever, so I was just like, all right, that's 30 kilometers away. That's, like, what, a five-minute flight? And I just no, fly yeah, over I would, there. I would helicopter somewhere and then grab a plane because the helicopter couldn't make it where I needed to go. Neither of these are first-person games, though. Should we move on to the next email? Right, okay, uh, so from K.O. again. Alright. Um, his is, do you guys find any particular genre of games that you despise? Something like a game that you couldn't play because it's a certain type? Sports. Like, for the most part, sports, but to, do you want to specify? Like, I don't, like, I, I have gotten into football games in the past, and I don't really know why. Like, it was like the 2K series had a really well-thought-out, like, franchise mode. So I basically just looked at it as this crazy football RPG or something. And I was way into it. Um, hockey games, though, like, since NHL 93 on the SNES, haven't really been a, bit, been a big fan. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't do hockey. I can't figure it out. I, yeah, I, I don't enjoy hockey games, I can say. Baseball... I've never even attempted baseball, and I never... There was a Ken Griffey game on the Super Nintendo, and there was an N64 version 2 that I was kind of into for there some reason. There was two on the Super Nintendo, though. Two Ken Griffey games? Yeah. There's, I like, like Major, League, Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr., and then there's Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. I own winning run, so... I think it might have been the first one I played a bunch. I actually do own a Super Nintendo baseball game, I believe. 
Okay. But I've never. There's played any. there's some terrible ones, but I've never gotten into a sport. Okay, do but we... like let's say like sports. Like, do you like Fight Night? <coughs> I've never played the Fight Night ones, but Fight I've, Night's all right. I've I've played like a, a back on the PS One. I had a boxing game. Okay. And it wasn't good. Does racing count as a sport game? Like, if it's, like, F1 or NASCAR, I'm going to say, it counts as a racing Like, a sport. So Like, burnout is not a sport. Forza? Forza. Simulation racing, yeah. You're getting... Yeah. Like, with dirt and stuff, like, that's, like, rally racing, which is a thing. So, kind of. So, I like those, if that counts. I can handle... So, I can't say, like, sports as a umbrella term. I, I can handle simulation racing, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. But, like, if I had to pick a sport one, um, I Th- guess... I would that you tolerate. What about, um, like, uh, Rockstar's Table Tennis? Do you enjoy that game, though? Because I found that game immensely frustrating. <laughs> it's hard. Jesper. It's a hard... Is the I, worst. Why did you have problems with Jesper? I always had problems with, uh, the guy from Hong Kong. I can't remember his character's name. Like, I... I yeah, I don't remember either, but, like, I... Jesper was the brick wall for me in that game. Like, it was just like, oh, wow, this is kind of neat. It's like a cool tennis game. And then it was just like, hey, guess what? This guy's here now, and you lost seven times. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to play Far Cry. Instinct's Predator. Wait, no, I'm not. And then I just didn't play games for a while. <laughs> I bought them both the same day. Um, so, yeah, some sports games, I guess. And you were saying you are kind of burned out with rhythm games. Yeah, at the moment. John, do you have anything specific, or are you just with sports as well genres you're gonna have to recap the questions because i had my headset off for a while there um just like what's is there any like franchises or genres genres you despise like you just can't get into no just in general like video games we said sports is our like so but then we started to break it down because there are a few exceptions uh i can't really get into uh uh, not what's, crap, what's that strategy? Real-time strategy. I can't really get into real-time strategy anymore. That's a, that's a good one, too. I guess I never really thought about that. Um, my experience, I'm you're right, my experience with real-time strategies, because I don't play computer games, is Halo Wars. Nice. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> and, like, and it was okay. I didn't hate it, but... I, I don't tend to really enjoy... Like, I like civilization-building games, maybe, but then when it's, like, dudes are attacking me, it's just like, I don't want to... I don't want to do that. I just want to build my little town. Just let me... Just let me... Just let me chill out. No, what are you doing? Those are my ships. See, the funny thing so, is, like, the last game like that I could get into was StarCraft. Yeah. That seems to be a trend. <laughs> like, it's it's weird. It was like, everyone tried to get into other ones, and then, really, all they wanted was another one of those. So 12 years later... It's coming, July twenty seventh. I don't think I'm gonna play it. No, but yeah. Okay, so there's ours. Last question. I also wanted to throw uh, strategy RPGs. I realized just can't, just can't enjoy those. Those, those I actually can't get into. It's just like, like Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah like oh, Fire Emblem. No. I'm waiting. Or Advance Wars. Like all of yeah, that. All... Like there's people that are like, oh man, dude, Fire Emblem's totally awesome. It it's is. like, oh, you mean that game that's no fun? No, you're in, you're an idiot. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. It's like that genre I just can't get. Like I bought a bunch of them and I just don't understand. Like it's like in theory I should kind of like this, but I just don't. Like or Final Fantasy Tactics. I yeah, love that one as well. Advance. Yeah. Because I tr- like I literally put like 25 hours into it and like hated all of them. Oh, and I then love I was that just game. like, apparently this game isn't ever gonna win me over, so I'm I done. Love tactics. All right, um, and ninety percent of JRPGs nowadays, 
like no, most no, of I'm them. Not, There's so. an exception every now and then, like Persona Four. Tales of Vesperia was great. I agree. You didn't. I bet you have never even played that game. Played demo at PAX. So, oh wait, wasn't really feeling it. Was that pointed at me or Nathan? Anything. About anything. Okay. I'm. I'm saying Nathan doesn't know anything. I'm not really well, being. Well, we all knew that. Kind of a death stare. <laughs> all right. You wait. You said you liked Vesperia, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys like think Symphonia was like the best game ever? Not the best. No, game ever, it was. It was good, but not the best GameCube game. Okay. Like I played through it once, and I was like, all right. All right. Like Anyways, for a lot question. of people, a lot of people that gameplay style, that live action, like random encounter like, thing, limb system. Yeah, yeah, that that was new to a lot of people. That's why they liked it. But I played the original one on the Super Nintendo, so I knew what it was going in. So right. I wasn't I wasn't wowed I mean, as much. I don't know about Sean, but that was the first time for me with the GameCube one. And then you're kind of left with the you know standard RPG tropes. I can't remember things. We're going to Holy Pilgrimage. We got to stop this ancient evil. No, I loved that game. All but right. it had Robin from Teen Titans. Oh, yeah, all right. Never mind. I invert my opinion. <laughs> clearly, clearly that's the, that's the kicker okay, right there. Okay, so this one's more kind of focused at John, mainly because I, I don't know anything about it, and I don't. Um, Nathan does. All right. This is from a new guy, Trevor Ledbeater. Um, he was wondering if we could talk about the Xbox 360 game Steel Battalion and its huge 40-plus button controller. Oh, the original Xbox. Yeah, it's actually for the original Xbox. Okay, I'm just, yeah. like I said, don't know. This. Yeah, it's like a crazy mech sim. I've seen it played, I've never played it. I've played a little myself. bit of it. it. It's pretty how, cool, how? actually. It's made by Capcom. Yep. Uh, the way it works you like is you bought one. the game, and you got this gigantic controller you needed a table for. It had pedals to control your movement. It had, uh, like, different arm, like, two joysticks to control the arms, and there was a huge panel that looked like a cockpit panel full of, like, different buttons you could press. And you played, like, a first-person mech warrior game, essentially. The yeah, one the one like catch really... was... Sorry to uh, cut you off, but... The one catch of the game no, no, was, I, I cut if off, you so. play the game, if you die in the game, it erases your save file. What? Are you kidding me? If you die in the oh, game, man. you are dead, and you have to start the game from scratch. That is savage. So, so what wow. they did? What they did was there was a there was a big red button covered by like a piece of plastic. Like you had to flip it up, and then it lit uh-huh. up, and you press it, and it was an eject button. So it ejected you out of the cockpit. So you basically, you, if you were failing a mission before you died, you could eject out and then start it over. But you only oh, had so much money you could use to buy more mechs. So eventually, if you ran out of money, keep were trying to do it over and over again. You had no choice but to die and start all over again. Wow, that is so punishing. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. So they made, I didn't know they made a second one later on, which was just online mode. So there, this this had an Xbox Live mode as well. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw a bit of it at PAX 09, and like, yeah, just there's like a weird power up sequence and everything. Like it's super involved. Like it utilizes all forty of those buttons, right? Pretty much, yeah. At some like you'll use them in, a lot of them just once, like just for like startup oh, okay. or shutdown. But it, it is hilariously fun, and I mean, one of my Wait. missions is to eventually own it. It's just it was like oh, okay. one hundred and fifty bucks when it came out, or some ludicrous price. Yeah, like I was seeing it at EB's back when it like first came out, and I was just like, "What is this crazy giant briefcase thing? I I gotta go." Why did you see this at PAX 09? Isn't it an original it's... Xbox game? Yeah, no, there's like whole gaming areas there where they just play kooky old oh, games. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's new. it's quite popular okay. in like a weird elitist circle. So you'll definitely run into some people there. It was amusing to see, but yeah. 
So yeah, Steel Battalion. Alright. Uh, I guess that's that's all our emails for this week. Uh, if you want to write in with your own questions, uh, that email address is topdownperspective at hotmail.com. Um, closing thoughts, anyone? Just pat, uh, You can't have an ostrich race with only one ostrich. It's true. That is sadly true. But yeah, ostriches are pretty awesome. Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, May 29th, Top Down Perspective. Sorry for the short one, but we'll we'll go back to like longer ones like next week. Yeah, and there's going to be tons of E3 stuff coming up, and we're going to see if we can Not do next week. week. No, no, I'm just saying, incoming this month, and we're going to see if we can cover that more extensively. Or, I don't know. We'll work that out. So convincing. Well, no, we're, dude, we're, we're like, looking I, there's going like, to be stuff. Like maybe like daily podcasts or something, right? That we'll, are we'll like 10 news stories, and we're not going to talk about what we're playing. I don't know how bandwidth is going to like that. Exactly. So we're going to have to trim things. I don't know. But yeah, news is a coming. Yeah, rainbows are fun.